The views and opinions you are about to hear are strictly those views and opinions of Nerd Square Circle, unless they can otherwise be proven, which most of it can. <coughs> now, Vince Russo and Vince Russo's Screwjob. Nope, not that one. This one. Vince Russo has 110% admitted himself, not in the exact words, but he has actually taken, um, how do I put it? WWE, which was then the World Wrestling Federation during the Attitude Era, took every single gimmick and thought that he was going to recreate the same thing in WCW. I know everybody's tired of hearing about Vince Russo in the professional wrestling world. Let's be honest. Please leave your comments below. What do you guys think of Vince Russo? I honestly hate him. I don't hate him. I just think he's a turd, a stain sandpaper on the human life of professional wrestling. I think he was a one-and-done, one-shot deal, and that's about it. Because a lot of people say, well, he created this and he created that. and He came up, he made sure everybody on the roster was busy. Doing what, though? You give me a, a roster full of 30-something people, if somebody's taking a shit in the bathroom... That doesn't mean that I'm I'm creative and, whoo, look at me, I'm doing my thing. No. He sucked. He had a few good ideas, I suppose. Obviously, I'm not in the wrestling business. I wouldn't know, but I've done enough research to know. He's had a, a couple of good ideas, but that's it. He's talking about a couple out of, like, hundreds. Three or four out of hundreds, it, it's horrible. That's really not a track record whatsoever. So let's talk about Vince Russo and his screw job. Vince Russo actually admitted that he, in his words, there's no way Hogan, bro, Hogan, Hogan's not leaving with that title. I was making sure Hogan was not leaving with that title. Who the fuck talks like that? I'm from Long Island, and obviously I have a strong accent. This shit is the fakest fucking accent I've ever heard of, bro. Bro, he is not leaving with that title, bro. I was making sure of it. Somebody needs to fucking... <laughs> I don't want an order of protection against me. I'm just saying. That. <laughs> That's what somebody needs to do. The fakest accent. And anyway, <coughs> so he's actually said in an interview that there was no way Hogan was leaving with the title, bro. You, listen, I told him, you want that title? You have to climb a ladder, get on top of the pole... Take the title and then put the title around your waist, bro. Bro, that's what you... And then on top of that, on top of that, then you have to go to the main event and defend the title in a pool. But here's the catch. The referee is naked and it's a female, bro. Who doesn't like tits, bro? Okay, he didn't say all that. But he did actually say, um, and this isn't word for word, but he did so he say something along the lines that there was no way Hogan was actually leaving with the title. He was going to make sure of it. Yada yada hoo-ha. The only problem was, um, anybody remember the Montreal Screwjob? There was no way Bret Hart was leaving with the title, right? And Vince McMahon was going to make sure of it, right? And the person who's also in on it, which everybody knows, he's already admitted, was Shawn Michaels. Was anybody else in on it? Was Bret Hart himself in on it? Who knows? That remains to be debated. But then you get to Vince Russo's WCW screw job, 
or as I like to call it, the failure job, because he fucking failed. He recreated something. He had no idea what he was creating to begin with. Well, let me rephrase that. He had no idea what he was a part of to begin with when they created the Montreal Screw Job. Because no, I was in on it, bro. I was, I, I was the one who came. No, you're lying. I could tell you that right off the bat because you tried to do it in WCW and you fucking failed miserably, dude. You did not do anything in fucking with the Montreal Screwjob. Job. That's how I, I know 100% that was not your idea whatsoever. Because you tried to recreate it again and you fucking failed. Therefore, you didn't create it the first time. So anyway. So let's move forward. So we get to um, WCW and the Screwjob Job between Hogan, Bischoff, uh, Jeff Jarrett, Booker T, and bro, Vince Russo, bro. Put it on the pole. Put it on the pole, Russo. That's what I should call him, Paul Russo. His name is no longer Vince. His name is Paul Russo. So Paul Russo has an idea that Hogan would Hogan didn't want to do business, so I had to do business for him. Hmm. That's that's. This is sounding all too familiar. Where where did this come from? I. Wow. This sounds really familiar. It's almost like it was already done. So anyway, the whole thing, they came up with a concept that Hogan, Bischoff, and Russo, all three of them came up with a concept that uh, Hogan was going to leave, and then he was going to walk away with the belt, and this, that, and the third. Now, apparently, why Hogan was actually upset is because Russo went out afterwards and cut a promo, and just, he's a piece of shit, and you'll never see him around here again. On my goddamn soul. Wait, how many times did he actually say goddamn? But he's born again and he's religious. Was he born again and religious before or after he fucking was a loser? No, this is honest. Was Paul, was Paul Russo, was he, did he, uh, no, seriously, because he dropped a lot of goddams. I'll go to the goddamn grave. What the fuck is that accent, Alex? C- come on. Holy shit, dude. That is the worst accent I've ever fucking heard. It's the fakest accent. Vince Russo himself is a fucking caricature of himself. Let's just put it that way. But back to the WCW. Paul Russo, he wants to freaking... So then he comes out, cuts a promo, blah, blah, blah. And then apparently Booker T leaves the world champion. Don't know where the mishap and the miscommunication came from, but there was some type of miscommunication. The only problem is, okay, listen, Vince Russo tried to take it into his hands and screw Hogan and Bischoff. And probably a lot of other people. And he probably tried to screw Ed Ferreira, too. But, I mean, they probably accepted. Anyway, so the problem with this is um, he tried to recreate the Montreal Screwjob. And he completely fucked it up. He fucked it up big time. Because remember, like I said, the, the Montreal Screwjob was so freaking just put together and came together so perfectly. And then you got Vince Russo, who thinks he's Vince McMahon. Who thinks Vince McMahon at the time, I guess, thought he was freaking Superman. Well, in the Attitude Era, Vince McMahon was Superman. That, that was the man of steel. You couldn't whip his ass all you want, but it was still that that man. He won a Royal Rumble in the WWE Champ. Anyway, let's move forward, okay? Let's take some other um, situations that Paul Russo has done. Uh, let's talk about Roadkill. 
Really? That was his name, right? Roadkill, Road Dog's brother in WCW. You took Road Dog's brother, made some cheap freaking Wish.com freaking version of it. Or Great Value or Dollar Tree version of fucking Road Dog. Which is ridiculous, because if you think about it, the, what, what other person looked or acted or, or was very, very similar to the... He had his own style, the Road Dog himself. So you weren't going to copy that at all. It just, it, Road Dog perfectly came together, and you were not going to copy that character. That was his own style, and there was nobody else like it. Let's be honest, folks. It's, people don't have to like Road Dog, but that's the truth. And then you took his brother in WCW, another Armstrong, rest in peace, Bullet Bob. And you fucking gave him Road Dog, a really crappy version of Road Dog. It's like, <clears throat> when you go to the store... Uh, pick one, the toy store, and you see your action figures all over you. Oh, man, I want this one. I want the... Oh, oh, this is the road dog. Then you go to Dollar Tree or Dollar General or Family Dollar or whatever the fuck. And you see the bootleg version of the road dog and it's called Roadkill or whatever the fuck it was called. It's, oh, gosh. <laughs> That's legit. <laughs> and you had, um, I believe, not Sean O'Hara. I think it was Stasiak, right? Was it Sean O'Hara? I think, no, I think it was Stasiak that was trying to be uh, Mr. Perfect and they were taking everybody else's gimmick and Canyon was DDP, which I, okay, don't give, I could see DDP, like, leading Canyon, because Canyon was really innovative to begin with, and then DDP had to hit the freaking diamond cutter out of nowhere, which was, at the time, just so innovative, so I can understand that, as far as Canyon, Chris Canyon being DDP, come on, why didn't you just call him CDP, or KDP, or whatever the fuck, Diamond Dallas Canyon, there you go, DDK, but this has been Russo for you, and we're going to take a short break real quick, because <laughs> Paul Max Russo, <clears throat> we have a lot more on him and his World Wrestling Federation Championship Wrestling fiasco, because he... T- <laughs> Anybody that believes Vince Russo had any hand in whatsoever in the freaking Attitude Era. By the way, let me just explain something about the Attitude Era. The Attitude Era was only the Attitude Era in WWE, the World Wrestling Federation at the time. Not WCW. WCW did not have an Attitude Era. WWE did. So, WWE literally took the chance to say, Oh yeah, during the Attitude Era, when Sting and this person fought... Wait, what? Sting wasn't in the Attitude Era. He was in WCW. It was during the Attitude Era, but that ain't, that's not WCW's era. That was the NWO era. Okay? If you want to talk about Goldberg and Sting and shit that happened back then during the Attitude Era, if you're talking about WCW, it is not the Attitude Era. It is the NWO era. Bro. Bro, check this out. Jeff Jarrett. Have him as the new Hogan. Put him on a pole, bro. Put him on a pole. Have him climb up, do 37 jumping jacks. Then he's got to climb down and then run to the other section, bro. Run to the other corner and climb up another pole, bro. And and then jump off through a table. And that's how you win, bro. You have to throw yourself through a table, bro. Bro. Or else he's not walking out with the title. 
I'm going to make sure he is, come on, man, I can't even do it, this fucking accent is so fucking horrible, but anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break, thank you for tuning in, subscribe, like, share, comment, we have more <laughs> Paul Matruso coming up, and his buddy too, Led Ferrari, you ask for it, you've got it, political this. February 14th. <clears throat> Hello, my fellow circle of nerds and squares. I want to present to you today. Has anybody ever heard the rumor? And I know just recently a lot of people heard the rumor. I believe it was, if I'm not mistaken, please correct me. I believe it was off of Jim Cornette's actually, um, one of his podcasts. If I'm not mistaken. I could be mistaken, but please correct me if I'm wrong. Just recently, actually, I was listening to it, and they were talking about the Vince McMahon theory that if it hap if it works in Madison Square Garden, then that's where we're they're going. Something along the lines of that. I forgot the exact lines, but it's something along the lines of that. I don't work in the business, obviously. I'm not going to lie. I'm a huge fucking mark, like everybody else is. That's it. But I can attest to the fact that if it works in Madison Square Garden, that's where they're going for the next few months. A lot of people don't realize, who don't live in the New York area, but a lot of people don't realize, in Madison Square Garden and Nassau Coliseum, for that fact, that's where they have their holiday tour. Whether it's the day after Christmas, two days after Christmas, three days after Christmas, two days before New Year's, you get the point. They have their holiday tour, and Madison Square Garden is their big event. Nassau Coliseum on Long Island, just literally Nassau, um, Nassau Coliseum is in Nassau County. Within miles, what, 45 minutes at the most in traffic to Madison Square Garden from Nassau Coliseum, if I'm not mistaken, like I live on Long Island. But anyway, it's either the Nassau Coliseum falls either the day before or the day after Madison Square Garden. Now, there was a house show at Madison Square Garden during the holiday tour, right? If I'm not mistaken, I believe it was 2011. Once again, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. During this holiday tour, the main event was John Cena versus Chris Jericho for the WWE Championship in a steel cage. I'm just letting you know, this is the holiday tour where this event took place. If I'm not mistaken, no, 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 I, uh, actually, no, I could have been there a year early, whatever the case is. The opening match, after the dark matches, which I don't understand why there's dark matches at a house show, but anyway, the actually opening match was a battle royal. It was a battle royal for, I believe the winner was like the Intercontinental freaking, had a title shot at the Intercontinental Champion and whatnot. Here's the thing though. While they were actually had the battle royal, you can definitely tell who they were setting up to actually win the battle royal. And the way they played it out did not happen to the way the, the fans actually played it out. You know what I'm saying? In the middle of the entire battle royal, Santino Morello was in the middle of the battle royal in the entire Madison Square Garden started and you heard it slowly Santino Santino and before you knew it within seconds the entire Madison Square Garden was chanting for Santino Morello now what's crazy is 
It just so happens it was literally about a minute and a half tops before he was actually set to get eliminated. Just by chance. The crowd fucking was pissed. They were not interested in the rest of the Battle Royals the moment Santino Morello got fucking eliminated. Now, if I'm not mistaken, once again, I believe this is the same exact year. Well, obviously it's the end of the year, so you get what I'm saying. A few months later, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it was the Elimination Chamber. Who was one of the last two men in the Elimination Chamber? Santino Morello. Do you know why? A lot of people are actually questioning, why the fuck would anybody put Santino Morello as the last fucking two men? Because of the ovation that he got at Madison Square Garden. Now check this out. Santino Morello came out later on a few matches later. Because he had to fight somebody. I don't know if it was a singles match or a freaking tag team match. But the moment his music hit, the fucking place erupted. Madison Square Garden. Check this out. September of 2019. If I'm not mistaken, the exact date was September 8th. The return of Stone Cold Steve Austin, and he returned to Madison Square Garden. Do you know who was there? I was there. This isn't about Stone Cold as much as I love Stone Cold, because that was honestly my idol when I was a teenager. This is about Baron Corbin. Now, let's be honest. When Baron Corbin comes out, even on social media, he gets the worst rap ever for whatever reason. When he was NXT, or wherever he was... People fucking loved him. Then he moved up to the main roster and I got ah, fuck this guy. But no. He came out in Madison Square Garden. The entire Madison Square Garden was actually split. I want to honestly say about 70-30. 70% of them was actually cheering and chanting, Let's go Baron. And 30% of them was chanting, Baron sucks. So Madison Square. And this is definitely, this is during the King of the Ring freaking tournament. Which, might I add, um, within like a year, uh, excuse me, a week or two, maybe even three weeks tops from where I'm actually recording this, uh, September 1st, Baron Corbin will actually be King of the Ring for one year. Nobody realizes that. But, anyway, back to Madison Square Garden. The majority of Madison Square Garden was actually chanting for Baron Corbin. And guess who wins the King of the Ring? King Baron. You get what I'm saying now? So, to, to actually attest to, you know, what happens at Madison Square Garden, you know, with the way the fans react, and that's the way that Vince McMahon chooses to go to, yeah, I, I do believe that for the most part, because, like I said, you just heard my, I was there when the fans erupted for Santino Morella, and like I said, it was just by chance, about like a minute or two later, he got eliminated, and the fans were like, boo, they were not, <laughs> myself included, was not fucking having that. And then freaking, um, like I said, with Baron Corbin too. Stone Cold, holy shit, when he came out at 8 o'clock on the dot. 8 o'clock on the dot, the glass broke, 8.04. I lost my voice completely for two and a half weeks straight. You can ask anybody that day, will even attest to that. And look, yeah, bro, he could not speak for two and a half weeks straight. He lost it. I was screaming so hard. That was a beautiful night. But that was the night Baron Corbin was fucking made. Because that was the night 
that the fucking arena, no matter what arena it was, but it just so happens that it was the world's greatest arena, Madison Square Garden, that the fans turned and actually chanted for fucking Baron Corbin. And look where he is now. And I, hey, I have no problem with Baron Corbin. I personally think he's the uber fucking heel in WWE. That's just people hate him for no reason. Fuck it. Let him be him and let him keep fucking hating him. You know who I didn't like as WWE champion? By the way, Baron Corbin is going to be fucking whether universal champion or WWE champion. You already know that. I didn't like when The Miz was actually WWE champion. And the only reason I didn't like that is because I thought it was too soon. And this is just my opinion, but I think WWE mixed up the wrong type of heat. Because at the time, at the time, not now, God bless Miz, but at the time, myself included, everybody could not stand the Miz. You know why? Not because he was a great heel on the strength that everybody, including the fans, did not think that the Miz deserved to fucking be in WWE. And that's the God's honest truth. And I think WWE, like, shot a jump the shark, so, uh, so, to, say, so to say, and made the mistake of putting the title on him, not realizing, like, no, this is not why fans don't like him. Fans don't like him because, like, they they even feel he has not earned his fucking spot. Now, in my opinion, and I was the worst Miz critic. I could not stand that motherfucker because he did not belong in WWE. Now, if you ask me, in my opinion, The Miz is the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. Somebody please freaking, like, prove me wrong. Argue with me as why it's either The Miz or Chris Jericho, but I would honestly have to go with The Miz. Because you remember The Miz as a great inter, greater intercontinental champion than you remember Chris Jericho. Because most of the time you remember Chris Jericho, yeah, as intercontinental champion, but you remember him as a better world champion. Hands down. So, yeah, and remember, Chris Jericho was also in Japan and won the Intercontinental Championship out there. So, there is an argument made. But in my opinion, no offense, Chris Jericho, and that is literally, like, my number three all-time favorite wrestler. I think The Miz has him beat on the greatest Intercontinental Champion. But, 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 the argument is still made, which hangs in the balance, that freaking Chris Jericho did win a fucking Intercontinental Championship in Japan. The Miz has not. All of his titles in the Continental titles has been won in WWE. With that said, the television championship. Why the fuck? God bless NWA, by the way. Please catch NWA, even though they're not actually, like, wrestling right now or the business right now or whatever they're doing. But please catch NWA because they are freaking. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for doing whatever you do to get a hold of us. You are watching, listening, tuning in, whatever you do. Nerd Square Circle. We are a circle of nerds. We are a circle of squares. Hey. If you're listening right now, make sure to tune into our sister station, Political This. Hashtag truth, truth speak. Excuse me, verbal diarrhea. <clears throat> Remember to put in the hashtag truth speak 
so you could see us. Please subscribe. Please like, share, comment for all the latest uh, politics and bullshit that's going on in the world today. The world of yesterday. The world of yesteryear, yesterdecade, yestercentury, whatever. That's what we are, politics. If you like cooking, if you like food, you like sports, like music, right here, Nerd Square Circles, where you're supposed to be. Politics, please tune in. And there's a lot of politics coming up. The anniversary of JFK's death, the anniversary of 9-11, Labor Day's coming up uh, next week, I believe. There's a lot of holidays coming up. Uh, excuse me, not holidays, they're not holidays, excuse me. There's a lot of political events coming up. Especially, um, remember, what's coming up? Oh, yeah, Election Day. <laughs> How can I forget about that? So please tune in to Political List because we have a lot of political news. Like I said, thank you for listening to Nerd Square Circle. Subscribe, like, share, and comment. Episode 7, no, 6, excuse me. Episode 7 is actually coming up July 30th. That that quick, in a few weeks, believe it or not. I did that on purpose, and I'll let you know soon as episode 7 comes. Or maybe in a little while when we're finished with episode 6. But now, um, I want to talk to my wrestling fans out there real quick, because I know a lot of people are going to either tune this out, or they're going to watch this because, you know, they're wrestling fans themselves. And... Right off the bat, AEW is doing fantastic for an upstart company. You have to understand, they've only been around for like, you know, two or three years. If that, you do have to understand that. You have to give them time to grow. You have to, but here's the problem with AEW. They're competing with NXT, but they're making it look like they're competing with WWE, but they're not. They're only competing with NXT. That in itself is a problem. If you're competing with NXT, then compete with NXT. What the hell was that? You asked for it. You've got it. 
Political This, February 14th, 